Now, after the last episode, I received an interesting question from one of my listeners, and she said, have you ever thought of doing this podcast with live audience and turning it into a radio show? Now, even though I had a good laugh when I heard it, I couldn't help but wonder, what would that sound like? And so, welcome to another episode of the No Filter Podcast with yours truly, JDO Active! That sounds fun, even with just the sound effects. <laughs> See, that wasn't even funny, but yet it is. I love it. Now, we all know and have been waiting to discuss the topic for this weekend, and that is dating post coronavirus. That's right. So, without wasting any time, let's dive in. The universe has been acting like a jerk lately. Beginning of this year, I remember thinking to myself, I think I'm finally ready to date someone and think about long-term commitments. And of course, the universe goes, oh really? Are you? Well, congratulations, here's a worldwide virus preventing any and all human interaction. Like, what did I ever do to you? Is it because I didn't forward that text to 10 people? I'll take any explanation at this point. It doesn't even have to make much sense. Like, damn. Now, I'm sure a lot of you are in the same boat as me, and no, it does not make me feel any better. But it does make me laugh at times. Just yesterday, a friend of mine was sharing her experience. Now that things are getting better in New York, we have started eating out and visiting the supermarkets and retail stores, etc. She told me that while she was walking back to her car from a store, a good-looking dude was passing by, and they made eye contact and smiled at each other. And then he coughed. I mean, that is just so messed up. I mean, I don't want to be mean here. I really don't. But it's just hilarious how badly these past few months have fucked with our heads. All right, so let's break it down to the fundamentals. What do we want? Simple and straight up. Are we looking for the weekend hookups or are we looking for the one? If you don't know yet, no big deal. You got time. Like, literally, you got time. There are obviously people worried about either or both aspects. So we got to figure it out. And why not? Let's talk about them. Starting with casual dating. Pretty much two major ways of going about it. Hit the bars, rooftops, and clubs. Or get on the dating apps and start swiping right on almost every profile to boost your chances. Now, bars in a nutshell are going to take a little bit more time to open up and for it to be okay for people to start getting jiggy with it. And that's good, because there's no such thing as social distancing out there. Hell, there's no such thing as even distancing in a bar. If you've ever been to a packed bar, you know that you can't even walk across the room without brushing through drunk strangers. Ooh, fucking hate that. I do, however, have started seeing people lining up outside the bars every time I go for a run, and that makes me nervous because they all look like they aren't even aware of the pandemic. So yeah, until the bars or other suitable dating areas like really open up, we are left with the only other option, and that is dating apps. For the purpose of casual dating, I'm guessing Tinder is the winner here. For those of you who are not aware of the app, it's the app that started off hoping to help strangers meet in person and find love, but instead took a sharp left turn and turned into a hookup app, where anyone who wants to get it on ends up there on the weekends, or the weekdays, or both, depending on your appetite. Now, I sense a lot of people wondering, what's the point of talking on Tinder or any other dating app for that matter if nothing's going to happen right away? Who wants to wait for weeks if it's just casual, you know? And to that I say, it's all risk assessment, people. I mean, if you don't care about the wires and sex is more important to you, then yeah, by all means, go ahead. That is, of course, if you can find a like-minded person. But be prepared for any outcome. 
I'm not trying to scare anyone here, but let's face it, no one's going to show you their medical records before meeting you, even though that's a smart and responsible thing to do, whether it's cause of the coronavirus or STDs or whatever. It never happened before, and I don't see it happening now either, for casual encounters especially. I mean, you could ask, but it's pretty impractical, because are you going to provide your medical records if someone else asks and doubts you? Hell no. You're going to be like, screw you for not believing me. I don't have to release my personal medical information to a complete stranger, that too for a quickie. Fuck no. And so, the best bet here that I guess is to just wait till things become relatively normal again, or till the time you overcome the fear and hesitation of this whole COVID thing. And once you do, you're back in the game. Now, let's talk about the main course, and that is what my friends were particularly interested in as we are all in our 30s now and are finally thinking about growing up and finding the one. Now, if this is your goal, you are in luck because you have the gift of time, my friend, and if you are virtually introduced to someone, whether it is through a friend or on Facebook or Instagram or even on a dating app, you can use this time to actually get to know each other. The attention span of humans these days is less than that of a goldfish. Hell, I myself thought about what I want to eat after this and where did my socks go since I started the sentence. So it's safe to say that dating apps or social media conversations are very short-lived as there are too many options. Way too many. So if you find yourself talking to the same person after a few days, then you know that there is genuine interest. It's like when you finally figure out which chips you want to munch on from the thousands in front of you at the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it could also mean lack of options, but let's stay positive here. And talking about positives, I can think of so many on top of my head. First, it's cost-effective. Damn right it is. We don't even have to worry about deciding between a hole-in-the-wall spot or fine dining, and even the awkwardness of who's gonna pay the bill. All that's gone. Advantage number two, numero dos. If you've been talking to someone and want to be sure that the person is who they say they are, just do a video chat. That's where the new age dating is headed towards anyway. You know, very soon it's going to be the new normal way of pre-dating. And I think it's amazing in so many ways. You take it to the next level by being comfortable in each other's presence, even if it's virtually. And guess what? If it gets weird, all you got to do is hang up and you are free. It's like this. When you meet any stranger for the first time, there are always two forces at play there, you know, the physical attraction and the emotional attraction. The emotional attraction comes with time, so we're down to one now. If there is not a strong enough physical attraction and you find yourself not enjoying the conversation, you've pretty much already made your mind at this point and there's no way to sit through more than like 10 minutes of interview questions. It is so fucking awkward. I remember meeting this one girl from a dating app last year. Kind of made me lose hope in humanity for a bit and I'll tell you why. She showed up and started talking in text language. Can you believe that? Text language. You know how we use slang abbreviations like LOL, BRB, NP, etc, etc? She actually said those abbreviations like it was perfectly normal to do so in everyday conversation. I was just sitting there wanting to stab my ears with the fork. To this day, I think somebody played a practical joke on me by sending her or I was on some hidden camera show for sure. Now, if that was to happen in the past few weeks on a video chat, I could have just disconnected the call. I mean, I'm not going to be a jerk about it. I'm still going to be nice enough not to say anything to offend her. But I don't have to sit through it if I don't want to, you know? Another thing here that I would like to mention is that I think we got to stop trying to think ahead and worry about what's the point of talking when we can't meet in person or think like it's not the same on the texts. 
Now, everyone has their experiences and ways of expressing themselves. If you can't even continue to have a conversation with someone on text, what makes you think that it will be better in person when things are 10 times more awkward as we are overanalyzing everything and judging everything the person says and every move he or she makes? I mean, I get it that there's always a possibility that how can you trust the things that the other person is saying on text? Maybe he or she says those things to 10 other people, like copying and pasting, you know? And it might be true. But what does that have anything to do with texts or in person? He or she might be doing that regardless. We think that we can tell if a person is lying or not in person, but nah, not really. We are not walking lie detectors, let's keep it real. It's a trust issue, not a symptom of social distancing. That being said, let's address the concern of how and when to finally meet someone in person. I'm in New York State and things are getting better now so I can only speak for this area. And maybe it works for wherever you are as well, I don't know, so hear me out. At some point, on some day, we just have to take the risk and be okay with being physically close to other people without questioning their health condition, you know? I mean, we just can't be locked in forever, right? That's no way to live. We need air. We need junk food. We need weird interactions with people and things to complain about. We can't just suddenly give all that up. So most people here have already started getting out of our homes and we have been shopping at retail stores and supermarkets, etc. So I think it's safe to say that the time of being scared and locking ourselves in our homes has passed. And thank God for that. So the next step here would be to take a chance on meeting people. Now here's how I think about it. I live with my brother. I exchange food and money every day at drive throughs or stuff at cashiers. And I even have conversations with people daily, like uh, my neighbors and the fun strangers I meet along the way. So if I'm okay with them, even though I don't know anything about them, why am I assuming the worst in that particular person? I mean, I'm talking about just meeting here, obviously. It's like we are already assuming that whoever it will be will have the wires. But there are always two sides to the coin, right? We are that same hypothetical person to someone else. What if they are thinking the same about us and doubting us as well? Now this is a point where a lot of us might get offended or not care because it's easy to question others, but we don't want to be questioned or doubted ourselves. So let's keep the scales balanced here, you know, and not try to think of the worst right away. And if that concern is too big in your head, like you have to have an assurance, then as I mentioned before, and it might work in this situation as you're looking for a serious relationship, just exchange your medical test results and that's that. I personally find it a bit weird and an invasion of my privacy, but it does make sense. And again, it's a responsible thing to do. Lastly, for those of you who have already found your someone and are going through the horrible phase of not being able to meet in person, you guys are the real heroes when it comes to dating. Hats off to you guys for staying sane and strong through the quarantine phase. And for those of you who are struggling and thinking of giving up, I'm going to have to ask you to calm down, take some personal time, and try to look at the glass as half full. There's an entire population of us who don't even have a clue of if and when we're going to find that someone, so we don't hear you when you complain. A pattern that I've been noticing recently in my couple friends is that the lockdown and not being able to meet in person is kind of getting to their heads, you know, and resulting in fights and even worse, breakups. You know, it kind of reminds me of the college days in the first week of February when people would just come back from the winter vacation and they're already done with each other and they start breaking up only to start something new with someone else on Valentine's Day. But seriously, have faith in your partner and understand that you are not the only one being affected by this pandemic. Just because you are handling this phase in a certain way doesn't mean that your partner will respond the same way. 
this is a difficult time for everybody and we have to have to have to respect each other's space and mental health. Honestly, if there ever was a time to look beyond what you want and think of someone else, it is now. And I'm not even asking you to think of some random human. I'm talking about someone that you consciously decided to love and have as your partner. If anything, see how you can make their day better and grow your relationship even stronger. Now God knows I'm no relationship expert. I'm not Dr. Phil who can resolve all your issues. Neither do I claim to be a life coach. The whole purpose of this podcast is to voice it all out without a filter and that's what I do. So I'm not asking you to follow everything I say. All I'm saying is just think about what you just heard and if it makes sense, whoop whoop. So basically to wrap it all up, do not overthink and fuck up such a huge part of your life. And that applies to everyone, whether it's friends or potential dates or your current relationships. Some days are great, some days are not so great. Don't think that people are not reaching out to you because they don't like you. Maybe they just don't have the emotional energy to hear you out or just, you know, go through another uh, stressful situation. I mean, everybody has enough on their plates already. So let's try and stay positive and spread positivity. You know, as a ray of hope and to prove that it is possible, I want to give a shout out to this amazing couple from Brazil, Samara and Heber. Man, I love you guys. They met online a couple of years ago and continued to get to know each other over text and video chats. And after a long, long time, and against most odds, they finally met in New York and they have been happily married ever since. God bless you guys. You guys literally showed us that it can be done and we don't need to follow any rules to meet the one and instead just follow what feels right. You know, that's it. I gotta bring back my applause track for you guys. Wait, where did it go? Oh, here. That's right. Now, as you guys already know, I like ending my episodes on high notes and I think we reached one for today. So that is all I got for you guys. Let the thumbs go up and the comments flow below. Share your thoughts because I would love to hear what you think, especially if it's something not covered in the episode already. And of course, go ahead and share it like wildfire because let's face it, this topic is pretty much on everybody's mind. Now you stay safe, you stay awesome, and if you got someone in mind, text that cute girl or guy today. I'll see you guys next weekend, and you know what? Let's hit a new track today. Here we go.